Hey, family, checking in. I heard you got some heat to keep us warm for the winter. You know, layer season just started not too long ago, and I'm really trying to get acclimated, so I'm looking to y'all to let us know what we need to do to make it through these colder days and be even more prepared when the warm ones come. Yo, you hear them sirens? I know you hear them. Don't get scared. It ain't 5-0, nah. That's the funk, yo, yeah. Don't act like you didn't know, nah. It's just the way it go, yeah. When you're messing with the funk, yeah. You bumping in your trunk, yeah. You know it's what you want, yeah. So just bump the bump the bump. Facing little technical difficulties, like it just shows the perseverance and the grit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like at any given moment, it could have been on some like, nah, fuck it, fuck it. Another time, another time. But it's like, nah, that, that shows a lot. Always. Always, always. Cause I'm really trying to catch up with y'all. It's like, y'all really, really became fam with at least Zim. Like, I haven't known you as long as I know Eric. So it's like, it's really, it's like that um, concept that, like, you might not see your friends for a good minute, but like when y'all relink up, like it's like the conversation never stops. That's really how it feel when I like just speak or even actually in person linking up with y'all. So that's why I was like, yeah, I was actually looking forward to this chat all day, bro. It's like Thanks. these my homies gotta get back up with them, see what they up to. Hey, that's what's up, man. Appreciate the love. And you've been showing love since day one, so appreciate all the love. Yeah, oh, it's, a, it's a must. It's a must. Cause I always me and E like always sending memes back to one another. And I think one of the very first memes and shit that I sent him was just like, yo, like the real, like your real friends or just friends in general, like they not going to support you until you get on. So it's like, you got to support from day one. Cause it's truly right. what, that's truly what it's all about. Like everyone out here grinding, everyone like trying to pursue their own dreams and, and goals and whatever realm and whatever field that it is. So it's like, if you can't clap for other niggas while they succeeding and for their accomplishments, like, you really fake. And, like, you really, like, you got some own internal issues you got to deal with. So I'm always applauding my niggas left and right. Like, everybody always doing great shit. So I just, it just, it keeps me motivated, too, because it's like, damn, like, my niggas is grinding. Like, I got to get on it, too. Like, I can't sleep because they're going to be a... In the marathon, like on lap, on like mile 14 and type shit, I'm still gonna be on mile three with my fucking feet in the ground. Why do y'all think it is? Like, well, like, cause that's such, that's something I noticed too that's like really frustrating. But like, why do y'all think it is that like people will like have homies who they are interacting with on a day to day basis who have their own passion and then not support that and then be out here still like standing, quote unquote, like celebrities or like creators who don't even know? Like, I never, that, I feel like there's like certain lessons you encounter along the way about how other people move where that like really hurt because you're just like, I don't really even know how you can move that way. And that was definitely mm -hmm. one of them for me. So it's like, I believe mm. in that comes from. No, that's facts. I think that everyone just has a different way to show levels of support, you know? Mm. And they, they have ways that they show love the same way, just the same way how people just love differently. Some people hate differently. Some people communicate differently. That's what I just started to, to realize 
in this journey, in this journey of life. Because like, even if you think about like old teachers from back in the day, like, I know there's some that come to mind automatically, you know, <laughs> and you were able to connect with them. They supported you in a way that no other teacher, whether it was a grade before the grade after, you know, it's just, kind oh, of just like, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, there's just nothing that has happened in life where it's just like, you should be giving me this level of support, but it's like, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's where I kind of, I kind of look at it. That's right. And I mean, that, that also points out too, that the flip side of it is like, just because people don't show support and that may be like baffling sometimes, that also doesn't mean that you should, because like a lot of people are out here exactly. using that as motivation to the degree of like, exactly. they're not even trying to like, make the people who believe in them proud, they're trying to like stunt on their haters. And like a lot of times the haters aren't even haters. Just, like, <laughs> Facts. They and really I get that too, because it's like, yeah, my bad. I was just going to say, like, I get that too. It's like, you do need to like use motivation and add fuel to the fire, but it's also like that can yeah. get unhealthy too. And a lot of people are out here like living the best, their best selves for other people, you know? Yeah. I'm a firm believer that like, People genuinely don't give a fuck what you are doing or up to because they so concerned and worried about what they're doing in their own lives. Like they don't have that time to really like expend that energy towards thinking about what you're doing. So it's like, so what that they're not really there supporting, but like that's because they're working on their own dreams and achievements. And it's like you, you can't take away anything from that. Like it's just what it is. But I also mm-hmm. do. I also do think like it, it comes. It, it, well, we live in New York City, and like here, it's it's like it's a doggy dog world. Like everybody out here trying to grind and really make it. So it's like it's it's kind of like a zero sum game. Cause like if you get that job or you get that promotion or you get that gig, like you taking away from what I could potentially get. Cause it's here in New York City, like. That's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Not everyone can get it. So it's like we are, as much as we are supporting one another, we are also competing against one another, too, depending on what field you in, what realm that you approach, like, your day-to-day life. So I think that could also play a role in it, too. I feel like it also really does have to do with what field you're in. Like, for firefighters, for example, that test, I think, is only given out once every four years. You know what yeah. I mean? That's a little bit different compared to someone who is, I mean, I'm not going to name other occupations, but it's just like, I think that, that that gets down to if there are actually jobs available. But I feel like being in New York City, it is a land of opportunity. You it know, is. even the smartphone that we all have, like, there's a way to make it happen or strive to that, at least. Yeah, 100%. That is something that I was actually, uh, in a book that I'm currently reading, just talking about, like, the digital revolution and the digital age and like what the future holds in store, but also thinking about how far we've come in history and just like thinking about like just a couple, like a century ago or even just a couple decades ago, like there were a lot of diseases and like a lot of plagues that like niggas really could not live through. And just with the the modern development of technology and just like what we can do on a computer screen and on our phone, like being able to, basically like eradicate a lot of different diseases and that that shit like that that really baffles me because like if you can think about what they can do in the medical field with with technology imagine what you can do in your everyday life with technology like opportunities possibilities really are endless mm-hmm. when you can curate it and fine-tune to that degree 1000 percent to be so targeted on something yeah but it also it also kind of terrifies me too bro because like 
how many times you be having a conversation and then out of nowhere you just see an ad pop up about that shit. Like, I ain't trying to get down too, like, down deeper hole of, like, conspiracy theory, but, like, at what point is this shit, like, a little OD and, like, a little intense? Or even just the amount of time you spend on social media, like... I be on a train, see mad niggas like waiting for that next stop and then keep scrolling down their feet. And it's like, damn, like y'all could be occupying your time so many other beneficial ways. But it's just this like this is what got us like this is the age that we live in. It's wild, too, because it's like it jumped so much in so few generations where like a few generations ago, like. Like, I remember I saw a clip recently, I think I saw it on like Twitter or something, but it was like from like, I think it was 1994, and it was the end of some NBC broadcast, and they were like saying where you could reach them, like their email and stuff, and you could just like hear in their voices from what they were saying that like, they did not understand the internet at all. Mm. And here we are, you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> a quarter century later, and like, yeah. we all got this shit, like we're tapped into this shit, you know, a lot of times from the moment that we wake up in the morning to when we go to bed. Uh, so it's wild. It's like it's almost like we like got access to it and we just OD'd on it. You know what I'm saying? Like that first hit was too strong, right? <laughs> that's a fact. But I, that, and that's what I think that there's good ways to go about it. You know, and just to make things a little bit more efficient. Like, do you if there are headphones that can translate languages in real time, mm. is that okay? Or do you still think that there's value in spending that time and opportunity to learn another language? See, I well for this particularly, I don't know because I use Google Translate like there's no tomorrow, bro. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I just be out there, different country or even sometimes a different city. Like I'm around a different community that I'm not typically exposed to. Shit, how am I gonna communicate with y'all? Like I see a sign or I see a menu that I can't even read. Like let me just type this in on Google Translate right quick. That should be a lifesaver sometimes. And that's what I think it's about, like utilizing technology and utilizing this to figure out what can be those lifesavers on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Boom. It all scales. Exactly. Like having it like supplement the the experience as opposed to like replace the experience. Because I feel like that's like a lot of times you just see technology being used kind of in an OD luxurious way, which isn't even bad. Yeah. But it's like, it's like there's other ways that we can, you know, make people's lives better and, and more tangible or even just like make people make the communication or like the uh, interaction between people smoother, which ultimately can then help build things for the future. But instead we're doing, we're just like making games or like, which like, again, none of that is bad, but it's like, gotta have both sides of it. Yeah. Facts. Yo, I re- I also realized we didn't do any kind of introductions. And I think that before we get deep into <laughs> any vibe, we definitely should start blessing up with some. Yo, that is the funniest and most common refrain on all y'all podcast episodes, bro. Getting too right. deep in the conversation, so not doing introductions. But yeah, my name is Clarence. I do not have any like AKAs that I kind of resonate with, <laughs> but I've been called Claire Bear. I've been called Triple C. I've been called High C. Just anything with alliteration because the, the double name. So yeah. Yeah, low-key, you got, like, the, the superhero name. <laughs> right? The Peter Parker, Miles Morales, he's the next Spider-Man. Yeah. Right? Bro. Just on some calm and boom. Bro, I really appreciate that. Because most of the time, people hear my name, they always think I'm some old-fashioned Republican, conservative type, like, just back from, like, the early, like, 30s or the 19, like, early 1900s, <laughs> 1800s type vibe. 
It's just like, damn, like, Fact. nigga can't just be a new school cat with an old school name. That's valid. Damn, you better write that down, too. <laughs> that sounds like a bar and a half. Now I got a couple things tucked away, but I mean, you know me, bro. I'm I'm a poet. I'm not a I'm not a, a a rapper. Like I couldn't get it out. Like my rhythm is a little offbeat, especially after going to college. Like not a, not enough rhythm and and winding and grinding, so the vibe got thrown off. That's real. Have you been writing anything recently? Uh, I try to like every week or every month. I try to find a new prompt. And, like, I just go off on a couple tangents from there. Sometimes I get inspired when I'm on a train or sometimes just, like, listening to other podcasts or just other TV shows. Like, something sparks my interest and it's like, damn, like, that, I could, I could run with that, find something to write. So I got a lot of unfinished pieces, like a lot. But that's, like, every writer's thing. I didn't even know there were other podcasts, but that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I'm curious though, like when you say when you say that you look for prompts, A, where do you look? Do you just like Google around and like try to find stuff? And then B, do you have any examples of, of some of the prompts that you've used? So I don't like actively search and seek them simply because like uh like I studied philosophy, so I'm just always thinking about like those grander ideas of life and like like I was a uh I wrote my my thesis on the like the philosophy of time and like how um mm. There's a there's this concept that the past, present, and the future are all just a part of this like big, like giant, like wormhole kind of thing that it like it exists and like everything that has exists will continue to exist going forward. And then like there are different deviations of that. So like when I'm always thinking about like life and like what does it mean to be just a human being, just like what are we doing? It goes back to metaphysics. Like, what are we doing? Like, what is there? And then how does it function? So I think about, like, I'll look at trees, like, sometimes seeing them blow in the, like, in, in the wind, like, just trying to find something from there. It's like, okay, this gust of wind that came probably at, like, 18 miles per hour from, like, the south, southwest or something, like, what what was that wind's intention? So then I write from a perspective mm-hmm. of that wind, of that breeze that blew by. Like, what did I engage with? What did I touch? What, like, whose skirt did I lift up? Or, like, whose uh, wind turbine did I, like, kind of uh, energize? So, like, I try to find different inanimate objects to try to write from that perspective from. So that's one of my favorite things. That's dope. Damn. That's amazing to even think about the intention of the wind, where that came from. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot. And it's like, that shit, like, it, it gets really deep sometimes, but then you can also keep it really surface level, too. So it's like, you have that possibility. And then, again, like, I study time. So, like, everything with me is always about time, whether time spent or even time accumulated. So, like, what, where did that wind spend its time? And what ways do you think about time accumulating? I always hear about time being spent, but... Yeah, so for me, time accumulation is all... It goes into your legacy and, like, that eternalness of life. And, like, I don't know how, like, religious Mm. or, like, spiritual you guys are, but just thinking about the soul and the long-lastingness of it and just, like, how that can continue to persist long after your body, the material body, uh, perishes away. So... 
for me, time accumulation is like where are the moments where you spent your time and you've left an impression because now going forward now, it's like you think about an artist, like someone who paints or even a, a, a music artist, like the music that they create. It's like now that time is being accumulated in someone else's life and someone else's experiences and someone else's just like every day of life. So you accumulate time, not necessarily in your own body, but through the bodies of work that you produce. And that impact legacy down. Yeah. I try to keep everything like in my life kind of tuned together to like that same beat and that same drum. And it, it always circles back to time and just like what kind of impression I left or what kind of like, how did I even enjoy it? This is kind of a left turn. Do you believe in alternate universes? Like oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, bro. And talk to me, yeah. talk to me, nice. Um, so I forget which philosopher it was, but I want to say his it's Leibniz, like L E I B I N I Z, a German philosopher, um, and he spoke about uh, there's this concept of possible worlds. And it's like mm-hmm. you can be it's like you can be a realist or you can be an anti-realist. And it's not like in the traditional realist sense that like this is life, like this is what I see, this is what I gotta do, like I gotta be uber pragmatic about everything. It's more about being a realist or an anti-realist about ideas and about objects and life. So I, I it's been a while since I've read it, but I want to say a realist is someone that believes that like only what you can tangibly like touch and like tangibly think about and like tangibly kind of see like those are the only things that encapsulate like the entire world. But when you are an anti-realist, like now you start to like branch out and look into other realms, into other like possible worlds and possible spaces of what life could possibly have or uh possibly uh contain so i'm in the definitely in the anti-realist cap that they're like there could be a whole separate universe a whole separate galaxy where we exist like like there's a like a, a duplicate of us who instead of being right hand dominant is left hand dominant and that's the only change Everything else in the world is the same, but that universe, wow. that galaxy, <laughs> literally, you just you just have a, a different dominant hand, or <laughs> yeah, or it could be a, a whole separate world, a separate universe where you instead of having or instead of living in whatever like geographic location you did, like New York City, like let's just say we all just grew up and lived in like like New Zealand or like Australia or something like that. And that one change, like being born in New Zealand could be the only difference in that world. So I definitely think it's possible because especially when you look at like pictures of the galaxy and like pictures of the universe, like we literally are a tiny dot on that whole like picture frame. So to believe that there aren't other possible worlds, like it's just like, all right, like you kind of, I, I like to say closed minded, but that's just me. Like, it's fair to each his own. Their opinion is your opinion. Not entirely. And that definitely just has to do with just like awakening your mind and realizing that possibilities and things are endless. It's the same thing how when you don't know that there's a chair there, 
didn't really exist. You know what I mean? But once you actually see the chair, it's like, okay, I know that that's actually there. Or learning a skill. You know, like, yeah, us as humans, we're just so powerful and capable of everything that we think about and put our minds to. So it's just like, within the realm of possibilities, that has to be something that we have to consider. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, I kind of feel like the man versus self, like, discussion has almost become like man versus selves. Like, you're talking, like, yeah. the notion of, you know, all the different possibilities and, like, how the decisions that you make, you know, if there are multiple universes or whether you, whether you want to use that framework to look at it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not only just, like, who you are. It's also about, like, what the choices that you make say about who you are and, like, what the choices that you can make say about who you can become. Mm, that's very powerful. Yeah, I feel like it's interesting that, like, that topic, too, also, even in, like, culture, pop culture and stuff, like, Rick and Morty is such a popular show. and like, things Yeah, like that's that. what I just kept thinking about the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like it's, like, like, with Rick and Morty and, like, with other things like that, like, the Mandela effect, which is something that I like, which we could have a whole other conversation about sometimes. Yeah. But there's, like, a lot of, like, things about, or, like, the glitch, people talking about, like, coming across glitches in the matrix or like simulations and stuff like that like i feel like that's like the next level of like questions that we're asking ourselves beyond some of the questions that we ask ourselves od bro od i think a lot of it what it is is that people don't know what to look for you know what i mean and what to focus on once you know that then oh my gosh like it's everything everything is opened up for you everything is opened up it's just realizing that skill or what needs to be learned, you know? Because mm. if you if, if you take if you take a baby for example, and you're speaking seven different languages to them, they'll catch on. <laughs> yeah, they will catch on compared to a grown ass adult. Granted, like you have the the synapses in the brains and the neurons. Which I mean, I'm not a scientist, but you guys know what I mean. Yeah, um, it really just comes down to the way things are formulated, the way information is presented to you, what you believe you're able to do and be capable of. Mm. I think about that a lot with dogs, like dogs that are in different countries. Like, how do they know what the language that their like owner is speaking to them? Like, how do they understand that? Like, that's one of those things that go along with similar to babies. It's like, how does a baby born in Russia know that Russian is being spoken to it? Or a baby like here in America knows that it's like English being spoken to him. Like that shit blows my mind all the time, bro. Like all the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, going back to uh, what Zim was saying about just like the different choices that you make, that's kind of what like it's funny tying this back to my thesis. That's what it was about. It was about uh, it's a concept called the open future. So within the open future, there are different branches to that tree and different possibilities and choices that you can make that would create a new future for you. But in doing that, you can trace your past and your history back because you, there's a thin red line of the choices that you have made. So that's pretty cool, too. It's like you can also go backwards, be introspective and see, like, what was the choices that you made and how that affected your future and your current outcome. And then even think about what if you made different choices, what those different outcomes and different futures would have been. And that, again, goes back into mm-hmm. those different possible worlds. Like, different choice. Like, instead of waking up and getting a bacon, egg, and cheese this morning, you woke up and got a sausage, egg, and cheese. And now you, you fucking ended up winning the lottery because your day, just that one <laughs> minor glitch, bro, that one minor glitch, everything changed. Like, it's really crazy. And you really telling me that no one from another possibility or dimension figured out how to get to another one? 
<laughs> on some the one shit. What was that? What was that movie from way back in the day? With with um, yo, I vaguely with remember. Jelly, right? Yeah, I vaguely remember what you're talking about. Yeah, I think it could have been. Yeah, same possibilities. Like once you know what to look for, like. It's all open. It's open field. But do you think that's a role that someone, like, that's information someone should be teaching us? Or is that something that you have to go and uncover on your own? Mm. I feel like, I feel like that's, I feel like when you get to whatever that answer is, you get closer to answering the question, what is the point? Mm, okay. I feel like everyone can teach you something. You know what I mean? But, like, ultimately, it's all going to, like, your path is going to, be formed by like the experience i don't know exactly how to put this but it's like it's like it's all game that you're soaking up for your own journey you know and there's going to be people like some people are going to be able to give you certain parts of that game but nobody's going to be able to give you the full everything that you need to know for what your path is if that makes sense now nah, you're right but i'm just trying to get these gta cheats bro like i'm trying to go on <laughs> all right now too i'm trying to get these cheat codes I think the I think the cheat codes lie in the um, time accumulated and really just building on your compound success. You know those little those little actions on a day to day basis. I yeah. think that's where the, that's where we can start the the cheat code or the guidebook. Nah, definitely, most definitely. Because for me, like my whole thing is intergenerational wealth and just making sure that like I might not be the first millionaire in my family because I think some people have already surpassed that. But, like, still, that's extended family. Like, that's not my nucleus, like, immediate family. So just, like, making sure that my offsprings are good and, like you said, have those cheat codes. It's like, what's again, like, what's that time being spent on a day-to-day basis to get them that head start, bro? Because I think that is one of the biggest advantages that, like, a lot of some of our peers and contemporaries have had. Like, their parents put in that pain whether it might have been for their own selfish gains or for their own prosperity later on in life. Like, as long as I'm doing that now, like, I feel like I I'm, I will be all right or my offsprings will be all right, too. But it's just, like, always that question, like, what, like what, what, are the, what are the avenues? What are the realms? Like, what are the routes? Who are those relationships? Like, what are the networks to be fostered? Because this, like... I saw somewhere they was like, yo, I got to adulthood and I thought everyone was going to be professional and have their shit together. But I come to find out everyone just as wild and as loose as we were when we was in kindergarten, something like that. Yeah. That that shit is, is, is crazy because it's like, what truly is adulthood, bro? Like, what does it mean to be an adult? And that shit kind of scares me, like, a little bit when I think about it more and more, like, What's the role that I need to start playing in future generations? But also being reassured in myself that, like, I know I'm on the right path. And as long as I'm thinking about these questions, like, I know the answers are going to come. And they might not. And if they don't, like, that's even doper because now I got poetry and I got other writings to leave behind for future generations to tease apart and, and figure it out for themselves, too. Yeah, that's that's true too. And I mean, I think I would imagine thinking about time, like you all, there's also thinking about the fact that, like, at least in in this what we call reality, there's only a certain amount of time that we have. But that reality as a whole, that time extends beyond us. So it's like sometimes the seeds you plant, you're not gonna be there to see it grow into the tree, but you're still planting the seeds for the next generations or generation after, whatever the case may be. A hundred percent. But I think it's cool because it's like. 
I think tying this all back into like like what I do for my profession, like being like I literally watch time all day. Like because do I Do you train, feel time still? Do you still feel it though? A hundred percent, bro. A hundred percent. But at the same time, not really. Cause like the older so, you get, it's it's a definitely a different experience. Yeah, it is. But being that I also like I coach but I also trade stocks and like I trade different capital markets. Like I'm literally watching the impact of time all day. Like I'm watching different prices and I'm looking at different transactions across different times. And it's like that shit, it's just like, it's so crazy like how life can really, like everything that you may have asked for or that you may have wanted, like it gets placed in front of you at the right moment at the right time it's like you don't have to rush anything so as long as you continue to take those steps on a day-to-day basis it's like literally watching his head and gates unfold before you Living in the streets